welcome to the Farm Safe podcast brought to you by the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health. In the blink of an eye, an injury can change your life and your farm forever. During each episode, workers in agriculture and public health share firsthand stories and real life tips for making safer and healthier decisions while on the farm. introduce the Great Plains Center and the Farm Safe podcast today, we ask partners, researchers, and staff from the center to share with us some of their stories about the kind of work they do making work on the farm safer and how they became interested in this field in the first place. Ralph and Kayla shared stories about growing up on the farm and realizing at a young age what a dangerous profession farming can be. When I was a kid, my father took me to lots of farm meetings. And when I, as I got a little older, I began to realize that if there was more than a dozen farmers there, there was at least one that was missing a hand or an arm every time. And I eventually asked him about it. He said, oh, corn pickers are nasty. They, they got a lot of people. It made me very aware of safety. <laughs> but I needed to pay attention. I was born and raised in Iowa in a farming family and was always involved in FFA, 4-H. And, you know, when you're raised in a family farm and, you know, sitting around the holidays, you can't help but be talking farm. Over those years, you know, start hearing a lot of those not so great stories about what happened on the farm. And all of a sudden, you know, a cousin doesn't show up at Christmas that year. And it just really starts to hit home how dangerous the farming industry is. But when you have absolutely love it, you're not going to leave it either. So I guess that kind of just drove me to want to make it safer. Next, we hear from Dr. Renee Anthony, the director of the Great Plains Center. I asked Dr. Anthony to share a little about the center's history and mission. I'm Renee Anthony, director of the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health, located at the University of Iowa. Our center was founded in 1990, and we are the oldest of 10 regional agricultural safety and health centers that are currently funded by the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health, or NIOSH. Our center serves nine Midwestern states, and our goal is to prevent agricultural injury and illness among agricultural communities. We accomplish this mission to advance knowledge through scientific research and by providing education, outreach, and intervention programs. Our recent research focus has included improving air quality in livestock buildings, developing interventions to prevent crashes with farm equipment on rural roadways, improving our understanding of the relationship between farming tasks and musculoskeletal injuries such as back pain and shoulder pain, and finally to understand regional risk factors associated with injuries to farmers and farm workers throughout the region so that we can identify and reduce the burden of injury and illness to farmers. To find out more about the research the center is doing, I asked some of the Great Plains researchers to tell us more about their interests and work. My name is Matt Noneman, and I'm uh, an industrial hygienist. My experience started in agricultural safety and health when I worked in a lab as a student, and I learned that corn dust caused lung inflammation, which was surprising to me because I had worked in agriculture as over the summer and my family farmed. I hadn't heard that. I mean, you'd hear about like asbestos and, you know, silica, but I hadn't heard about corn dust and that surprised me and intrigued me. So I started learning more about the field of agricultural safety and health. My research area that I'm really interested in is characterizing bioaerosols, which, you know, it can include fungi, bacteria, and viruses. 
and how to control exposure. So either through engineering systems or personal protective equipment, and then kind of integrating that with the One Health model. So improving the health of people working in animal production environments, as well as improving the health of the animals. And can we find ways to, you know, re- reduce influenza transmission in swine production? And, you know, that includes um, people to pigs and pigs to people, you know, and if this applies to, you know, chicken production as well, you know, any other sort of production where influenza is problematic. And we also focus on dust and controlling dust. There's some evidence to suggest that exposure results in lung inflammation, perhaps disease. And so I think the, the challenge is, well, how do we how do we help producers respond and make sure everyone is safe and, and healthy and has access to, you know, the um, equipment they need so they can reduce the exposure during those higher exposure events. Hello, my name is Kanika Aurora and I'm a faculty member in the University of Iowa's Department of Health Management and Policy. I was trained as an applied gerontologist and I'm interested in studying public health consequences of population aging. One particular area of interest relates to understanding whether and how environmental and other factors accumulated over the lifespan influence an individual's risk of developing dementia. In a recent study, my colleagues and I found significantly higher prevalence of dementia among older adults reporting a longest held job in the agricultural sector, with stronger estimates among those with extensive job tenure. These findings have important safety implications because farmers continue to work in hazardous environments until an advanced age. Based on these findings, I'm currently working with colleagues in Illinois to develop training materials for farm families dealing with dementia. The goal of this work is to facilitate farmers to remain productive on the farm for as long as possible while also maintaining safety given memory loss, language problems, and other unpredictable behaviors that come with dementia. I'm Nate Fethke, faculty in the University of Iowa's Department of Occupational and Environmental Health. My background is biomedical engineering and more specifically in the areas of biomechanics and musculoskeletal health. For nearly 20 years, I've been a certified professional ergonomist. And while lots of people have heard the term ergonomics, it's important to keep in mind that ergonomics at its core is about optimizing how humans interact with work systems. One of my particular areas of expertise is in the development and use of sensor systems to measure the physical interactions between people and their work environments. For example, by measuring postures, movement characteristics, muscle activity, and vibration during work, and then figuring out whether those measurements tell us something about risks for common musculoskeletal problems like back pain, tendonitis, and carpal tunnel syndrome. Agriculture is a fascinating and exciting industry in which to apply these skills because every farmer is different and every farm is different. And so understanding how each farmer interacts with her or his equipment is an important step toward keeping farmers safe, healthy, and productive. I've also been involved in a number of studies focused on ergonomics in large herd dairy operations, which look quite a bit different from what many think of as a traditional family farm. These studies have evaluated the effects of different parlor and milking equipment designs, again with the goal of optimizing dairy worker interactions with the work environment. The goal of this research is to improve health and safety on the farm, and a big part of that is communicating these findings to the people who will benefit from it, like farmers and agricultural community members. Jenna Gibbs, who works for the Ag Safety and Health Alliance, explains more about the importance of making sure research findings get back out into the community. Well, 
I grew up in Missouri, Stockton, Missouri, which it has a ton of cattle production and row crop production. So I've been around agriculture my whole life and I got really interested in pesticide safety. So I became an industrial hygienist just because I think pesticide science and the science around row crops is really interesting. As an industrial hygienist, I was creating a lot of science, but I felt like I could do more to get it out into the community. So I think now scientific translation is really important to me. And I like working for the Ag Health and Safety Alliance because we can look at the data and then we can take it out into the world and use it to educate people, to change people's minds, to impact their behavior. And so I think I like working for an outreach organization because you feel like you're making that difference and you feel like you're giving people the knowledge to, to, to save their lives, actually. So it's, it feels very rewarding. The Great Plains Center also provides outreach to a variety of organizations to increase the awareness of hazards and to increase awareness of best practices to prevent injuries. I asked Dr. Diane Rollman and Dr. Brandy Jansen to elaborate on the kind of outreach work they do for the center and why it's so important. Agriculture includes farmers, their families, their communities, and all the industries that make up the food, fiber, and fuel supply chains. Actually, it impacts everybody because we all like to eat. However, many people working in agriculture get sick, injured, or die on the job. So when we think about agricultural safety and health, we need to think about the role that all these people can play in preventing injury and illness. That's our approach in the outreach core of the Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health at the University of Iowa. I am Diane Rollman, and one of my jobs is teaching farmers, safety managers, healthcare providers, veterinarians, pharmacists, and others about preventing workplace injuries in agriculture. In the Agricultural Safety and Health core course, we talk about hazards on the farm and the role each person can play in making farms safer. Teaching this course is one of my favorite things to do. For one week in June, we bring together people from all backgrounds to talk about agricultural safety. There's a lot of conversation and shared experiences, and I learn a lot. And I'm Brandy Jansen, and one of my jobs in the Outreach Corps is to think about how to get new stakeholders involved in agricultural safety and health. And I'm especially interested in working with the agricultural media and other non-traditional partners like bankers or farm service organizations to help them see their roles in protecting farmers and farm workers. So one way we reach farmers is through news stories, like our regular Safety Watch column in Iowa Farmer Today that goes out across the Midwest. And this allows us to interview farmers and share their experiences with a broader audience, which helps people across our region understand important issues in agricultural safety and health. And both of these activities, both the course and our news materials and our other outreach, always use the best science from our center, translating research into practical information that can be used on the farm. Our vision is to have safe and healthy agricultural communities, which we hope to achieve through research and prevention efforts. In fact, this Farm Safe podcast series is one of the many ways we hope to reach farmers and their advocates throughout our region to shine a light on both the dangers of farming and on practices that have been adopted by farming operations that have helped protect an essential workforce, our farmers. Visit us on the Farm Safe podcast to join in on the conversation about keeping safe on the farm. Join us next time when we start our ATV safety series. We'll be talking to Dr. Chuck Jennison about ATVs on roadways. We want to hear from you. 
Share your stories about health and safety issues on the farm, about injuries that made you change the way you work, or about the ways you keep yourself and others safe on your farm. Also, let us know if there are any topics that you want to hear about on the air. You can visit our website at gpcah.org or email us. Original music for the Farm Safe podcast was written and performed by Ben Schmidt. This work was funded by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention as part of the National Institute for Occupational Safety and Health's Great Plains Center for Agricultural Health.